Hello and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. I'm Melissa Zimmerman and here we are coming to the very end of 2019. We are not only ending this year, but we're ending a decade. And um, so I've saved a couple of my favorite people for the very end of the year. And uh, in this episode, I am super happy to introduce you to a really good friend of mine. Um, Matt Bennett is the uh, president of Spirit Life Ministries. He has a um, an amazing call to the nations and to missions and to train people to uh, be ready and go to the mission field. In fact, I just returned from one of his mission trips. Uh, I went with him to Turkey and I will say this, I have done mission trips in the past and this one really was my favorite mission trip of all. So if you ever get a chance to travel with Spirit Life Ministries and go do some mission work, you should totally jump on that. And uh, so welcome today to my podcast, Matt Bennett. Well, thank you. It's great to be here, Melissa. It really is. I, you know, going to Turkey with you was, um, I didn't really know what to expect. My other, my other mission trips have been to um, Haiti, uh, to Lesotho, Africa, to places like that, which is totally different. So, right. and, and, and to be really honest, my geography is kind of poor. Uh, when I met my husband, we met online, and he was from Minneapolis, and I actually had to get out a map to figure out where Minneapolis was in relationship to Oklahoma. Uh, so I had, I, I don't know what I thought Turkey looked like, but maybe sand and camels. Uh, but it doesn't look, he's, you can't see it. If we only had video, you would see Matt is like laughing. Uh, he's kindly not laughing out loud at me. <laughs> but anyway, so it wasn't anything like I expected, but it was a phenomenal trip. Yes. Um, we, I was on eight different flights. We were in, what, five different hotels. That's right. And, you know, Turkey is an amazing place. It's it probably is. one of my most favorite places in the world. I've been there, you know, 50, 60 times. Uh, we've planted several churches there. And it is amazing because uh, it is truly the gateway between the East and the West. Two mm-hmm. percent uh, of the, the population lives in Europe. And the, the rest, uh, or 2% of the land mass is within Europe. And the rest of them is in, within Asia or Asia Minor. And, and so you have this tremendously diverse culture in Turkey, but in many areas, it looks just like Europe. It, it yeah. feels like you're in, in one of the big cities in Paris or Rome or places like that. And then as you get out into the country, you feel like you're in the Middle East. And, and so it is truly an amazing place. It was, it was such a, a wonderful trip. Like I am already hoping that you plan another trip for next fall. And, and so Stephen and I can go together. I, I, on have, that trip. It, I have it planned. All, All right. right. October 28th through November the 7th, we're going to do another uh, intercession prayer trip, trip to Turkey. Uh, we'll go to Istanbul and the seven churches of Revelation. And we might throw in Patmos or, or Greece in there too. Um, um, so next year, so add a little bit to it. That is so, so just, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, and you're listening, cause I know you're going to listen to it, hopefully towards the end of 2019, uh, save your money. That is a trip that you want to do. It is a great mission trip. It's a great intercession prayer trip. And, um, so I, Stephen and I are going to have to start saving our money right now in case you want to make a donation to Bridge Builder Marriage Ministry. Just saying. <laughs> and she Talk. was a fantastic trip uh, team member. She was wonderful. And so y- y'all need to bless them so they can get, both go together. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so you have a heart for missions. Have you always felt the call to missions in your life? You know, um, I got a call in missions very early in, in life um, uh, when I was in uh, college, but... Prior to that, I was actually raised in a very uh, homogeneous com- community. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, a culture within our community in, in Northeast Georgia that was quite racist and prejudiced against others. And so I kind of grew up in that type of environment. And God just did something really, really radical in my own life um, that uh, kind of changed that. You know, my family didn't wasn't necessarily racist or prejudiced, but just the culture in the community. And, and so God did something radical in my life in high school. And then when I went to university, I actually went to Georgia Tech as an engineer. And God just kept every day, um, there was just turmoil inside. And God led me back to a Christian private school in Northeast Georgia called Emmanuel College. And the second summer that I was there, uh, there was a mission trip to Mexico. And so I went there, uh, that was in 1989, I went to Mexico on a kind of a humanitarian trip to, to work with an orphanage down there. And while I was there, God just spoke to me and said, this is what I've called you to. This is your call to the nations, not just one nation, but many, many nations. And I remember coming back and I was a part of Emmanuel College Singers and we'd travel all over the Middle East, uh, uh, Middle East in, into the southeast part of the United States. And we were on one of those trips later that summer. And some guys uh, that you might even know, one was Ron Carpenter Jr. Uh, he has a large church, uh, was in Greenville, South Carolina. Now he's in San Jose, California. He's on TV and he's a, a big, big guy, uh, big, has a big, large ministry. And uh, he said to me after the uh, service, because I had said in that service, I said, you know, God's called me to the nations, not just one, but to many. And after the service, he actually made the comment. He said, how, how can you, you know, you're from Sandy Cross, Georgia. Uh, God's calling you to the nations. And, and I... Thanks for the vote of confidence. Thank you, thank you Ron. <laughs> thank you. Great friend. Wonderful. Thank you. No, but he was. But he just really, he was just talking, you know, he was seeing what he saw. Like, I'm from Sandy Cross, Georgia. We don't even have a caution light in Sandy Cross, Georgia. And yet, God's called me to the nations. And I, didn't, I don't even know if I believed it mm -hmm. at that time. Uh-huh. And three, year late, three years later, I find myself, four years later, I find myself in London living, um, working in a Bible school. And since then, we, me and my wife have been to 55 nations uh, preaching and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so you never know. You know, God, God can use anybody from anywhere. And he seems to want to use those insignificant people from those insignificant places. Yeah. Well, you know, Stephen and I always say one of our favorite scriptures is that God uses the weak and foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and he found the weak and foolish in our house, and so <laughs> he, right. he decided to use us. And um, and I'm always as baffled as anybody else about why he chose us, right. but we're super happy that he did. So um, as you've done mission work, does your heart really like drawn to any particular place? Uh, do you have do you have a favorite country? Yes, you know you know I have a favorite. <laughs> uh, my favorite country uh, is definitely Turkey. Uh -huh. um, you know I lived in London for eight years and I love London. I love the history and the culture of that. I love Europe. I um, got many friends throughout Europe and have ministered in many of the churches throughout Europe. But when I go to Turkey, um, I become alive. Mm -hmm. uh, I just love the culture. I love the people. I love talking about Turkey. Um, I don't know. There's just something there that um, 
I love the history, the culture, the food. I love everything about Turkey. Turkey is amazing. I, I, in one trip there, I learned to say, I love that country. Um, and I am so excited that I got to go and I can't wait to go again. But um, so talk a little bit about uh, one of the things that we talked about on our trip was what is the population of Turkey? Turkey is 80 million people and less than 7,000 evangelical Christians. So like there is a great work to be done there, but I believe there's a great awakening going to happen. That's right. So it is the largest unreached nation in the world. Uh-huh. By far, uh-huh. uh, per population, less Christians than any other country in the world. And yet, in this, this past year, there's been more people come to Christ in Turkey than any other year previously. And I just believe that it's an awakening that's uh-huh. happening. Uh-huh. God's pouring out His Spirit. You know, in, in 1997, there was only 400 evangelical Christians. And that's when I first went to Turkey in 1997. Several, a couple of years later, uh, we had an Ephesus celebration. Peter Wagner and Cindy Jacobs came, and we prayed throughout the land we came to Ephesus and we had a whole day of prayer with 5,000 intercessors that came from around the world. And I believe something broke in 2000. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen tremendous growth since then. But now I just have this sense of expectation. When I went there, I saw people, even Muslims um, that I've known for many, many years, there's an openness to the gospel like never before. And I believe it's because uh, they see the futility of the way they're living now right. and the religion they're serving now. That, it, it, and I just think that that's such a beautiful thing to think that there's less than 7,000 um, evangelical Christians in Turkey. It is not easy to be a Christian in Turkey. No, they're harassed on a daily basis. You know, used to, uh, ju- up, up until just recently, they had identity cards. And on the identity cards would say that they're Muslim. And so when they became Christians, they would have to go, they wanted to go, and change that to Christian. But then when you got stopped at a traffic light or if you got or if you went to get a job or if you applied for school, they would see that it said Christian and and you'd be uh, harassed because mm-hmm. of it. And, and a lot of that still happens, especially in small communities. And so um, we've even seen people jailed because of their faith. Uh, a pastor um, in Izmir, we actually went to his church. While right, we were I was going to ask about that. I didn't know if it was safe to talk about that. Yeah, but we went to tell his us church. a little bit about that story. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, there was a pastor there in Izmir that was uh, ministering to a uh, uh, an ethnic group within Turkey that tends to be more separatist. Uh-huh. Um, and throughout the year, you know, last thirty years, they've tried to have their own separate nation. They're Kurdish people, and this pastor was working. Um, among this people group. And because of the, the coup that tried to happen three years ago, um, he was kind of caught up. Some of the people that were involved in the coup was he was ministering to. And so therefore, uh, he was seen as part of, of that, that. And so anyway, he was arrested and was put into prison three years. And uh, he was released earlier this year. And since that time, his church has seen a tremendous revival. Lots of people have come to know Christ because of it. That's awesome. Um, I, let's talk a little bit about, uh, we went to another church. Uh, another. We went to all of the churches in re- the 
second chapter of Revelation to their mm-hmm. to the places where those churches were, saw some of the ruins, the re, where they're rebuilding those churches and stuff like that. But I want to talk, and that was amazing, and it was a great history. It helped put the Bible in a lot of context for me. But I want to talk about some of the active churches that are still working today in right. Turkey. We went to one of one church of some friends of yours. Um, I'm trying to think. They're uh, Zakar and. Uh, Zakai and Allison. and Allison. Yeah. And Tanyar. And so uh, we went to their church, and they they have a very interesting outreach from their church, the laundry, the laundry yes. um, kind of project. Can you talk share a little bit about that? And because um, I was just thought that was such a brilliant idea. So so in Turkey, because of the Syrian conflict uh, over the last what five six seven years, a lot of Syrian refugees have come into Turkey over. Three million have actually stayed in Turkey, and th- these people are, are are displaced people. They're destitute people, and many of these people were doctors and lawyers and school teachers and uh, professional people, and yet they find themselves living um, on the streets or they're living in tents on the outskirts of town. And so, that to show them um, dignity, the church in Izmir um, has has found a way of ministering to those people, and that is they've opened up a laundromat, uh, a free laundromat for those people to come and to wash their clothes. Uh, and, and actually they bring them, and they have people there that are volunteering to wash their clothes for them. Yeah. And I just think it's a great, they, they you know, they're there, they're waiting for their clothes to be washed, and they get ministered to, and they're, you know, they, they are told the gospel and people come to Christ because of that. And they do some work with the children while they're, the That's children right. come. And they have a program for the children while their moms are waiting to get their laundry done for them. And, and it's a beautiful project. And I, and I just want to talk about that. Um, I don't really use uh, my podcast much for this. But this is something, you know, the Bible says that where your treasure is, there your heart is. Mm. And, um, and I want to know. I want to, I mean, like. Stephen and I have put our, some of our, we started putting our treasure in Turkey. And so my heart is there. And um, even just talking about it in this podcast, like emo, just kind of my heart goes out for that kind of, for that. And so um, I say that to say, I remember that uh, Allison was talking about, you know, the budget that it costs just to run the laundromat every year. And she said, you know, we're just, if God provides, you know, it's like, God, do you want to pay for that this year? And, um, and so that's a place where, you know, what we have abundance in, in the United States and in America, most of us live in, in abundance compared to where most of the world lives. And, um, and so even through Spirit Life Ministries, you, the people who are listening, if maybe God is speaking to you right now and you're hearing this story and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I want to help with that. Um, through Spirit Life Ministries, you can give directly to the Turkey of country. I mean, the country of Turkey. We give specifically to a church in Ephesus that kind of God really spoke to our heart to support them uh, through our ministry. And so um, as, as people would be able to donate to Spirit Life Ministry and, and you would be able to use those funds going to Turkey and even to other places in the world, right? That's right. And so you know, there's, uh, with Spirit Life Ministries, you can support me or my ministry or you can support different projects. And Turkey is one of those projects that you can support. And so we're supporting... Um, um, the, the Ephesus Church, New Covenant Church there in Kushadasa, and they are reaching out to that community, but they're also reaching out to their Syrian refugees in their area also. Right. And so it's, it, they have a wonder, they've actually 
purchased uh, or rented a house and people come in um, and they have clothes there, they have diapers for the children, they have uh, heaters for the winter, you know, to take back to their tents and stuff like that. And so people come in on a weekly basis and, uh, and, and they get their needs taken care of. And so we support that on a, on a, on a monthly basis. Uh, Ta- uh, Allison and Tanya uh, and, and Zakai, uh, we try to help them with their ministry periodically, and uh, we love them and we and we bless them. And as we get more money and more funds in, we'll we'll, we'll bless them even more. And and I just want to say for those people who listen because they know Melissa, um, having been in Allison Zakai's church and having been in the church in Kusadasa. Um, the Spirit of God is alive. I mean, yes. He is fully alive. God is fully alive in those churches. We attended a worship service um, in Izmir uh, with Allison and Zakai, and there, I couldn't understand that. I mean, we we had some translation during the worship service itself, but I can tell you, when the Spirit is moving, you don't need a translator. You know the Spirit is moving, and it was the same experience uh, with the New Covenant Church of Ephesus in Kusadasha. Um, when the Spirit's moving, you know that you know that's God right. is there, and it and it um, and that's what we that was one of the privileges that I got to have an experience. As we traveled through Turkey, not to mention that we met some of the most amazing people along the way, along the path of our journey. And um, you know what? It's one of the reasons I love Matt, because he like introduces me to think outside of myself, you know, and to think I've never been. Well, our call is to the local church in the United States. I mean, that's the call of God on the on Bridge Builder Marriage Ministry. We are called to the local church uh, to empower the local church to go do what they're created to what God created them to do through having healthy marriages, yada, yada, yada. But we all also need to experience something that's outside of our little box. And so you also, Spirit Life Ministries also has some Bible schools. That's right. We do uh, schools of ministry. Uh, we have one uh, in Maui, mm-hmm. uh, in Hawaii. That's a really difficult place for me to go every year. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to let me go teach over there for a little bit. So, so like, I'll go over and do a few days. <laughs> and uh, But it's a wonderful experience, um, uh, a church there um, in Maui. Um, we do a 20-week course. Uh-huh. Um, it's spread out over a two-year period, and we have a professor that will go, um, a different professor will go and teach each of those classes. So after a two-year, two 20 courses, uh, they get a diploma in Christian ministries, and we have that one. We have some other ones. We, have, we, we helped start one in London. Uh, we've given curriculum to another one in Dublin, Virginia, and we're hoping to start a couple more uh, in the coming years uh, throughout the world. Because I believe that to equip the saints, to equip the body of Christ, to do the work of ministry is is very, very key. And if we're going to reach the world for Jesus Christ, if we're going to reach the Muslim world, the Hindu world, the Buddhist world, then we've got to raise up missionaries and we've got to raise up ministers to go into those places. Um, all of us are called and all of us go, um, but to be effective, especially cross-culturally, you really need to be trained to right. do that. Right. Well, I'm super glad that you joined me today and helped me help spread the word. I mean, I'm I am so excited to be able to spread the world uh, spread the word about what Spirit Life Ministries is doing, what Matt's doing. Matt's an ama- Matt and his wife Janice are amazing people. My hope is that I'll get Janice on a podcast soon too uh, so you can you guys can experience her because she's she is an amazing lady. And um, so as you know, 
I always like to wrap it up with what I call rapid fire questions, right? He has no idea what we're going to ask. And uh, they're not deep and theological, really. Okay. And they're just top of your head answers, right? What is the perfect, what is, what is the perfect Friday night for you? Perfect Friday night to me is probably to go to a Mediterranean restaurant, uh, talk to the owner for about 20 to 30 minutes, and get some free baklava. <laughs> that would be the perfect night. For me. Okay. Is there a movie that you watch over and over? Maybe you know the dialogue, too. Uh, I like the Star Wars um, episodes, um, the sagas. Yeah, I watch them over and over again. God bless you. That's what I say. But I watch MASH. If you want to really know what I get interested in in the sense of watching on TV, I watch MASH. every. I, I watch two episodes every single night before I go to bed. Are you serious? That's every hilarious. Night. I did not know that about you. That's super funny. Uh, do you have a favorite food? Um, uh, besides Turkish food, uh Grilled kebabs, yeah, lamb. I love grilled lamb, shish kebabs. We did eat our way through Turkey. I... <laughs> Listen, I think I gained 15 pounds when I was there. I, well, I thought I would too because we ate our way. I said we, we walked and ate our way through Turkey, which they balanced each other out because we did like, we walked like between six and eight miles every day. That's right. And so, but the bread and the food of Turkey is it's, I love everything about Turkey now, except the secondhand smoke. They, they do not really care about <laughs> cigarettes in Turkey. Everybody smokes. I tell them, they should be handing me the filter, right? <laughs> I should be walking around with a filter in my mouth. Right? Yeah, for sure. That's the truth. Um, so do you have a life verse? Um, yes. Uh, Psalm 67. Uh, uh, may your face shine upon me. May, may the Lord be gracious to me. May his face shine upon me that the whole world may know your salvation. That's awesome. Um, did you grow up with hymnals? I did. I did. I grew up in a very small little town uh, in Sandy Cross, Pentecostal Holiness Church, and that's basically all we sang. Was hymnals. The, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I love hymns. I love old hymns. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I'm a, more of a classical guy. Uh, great is thy faithfulness. Uh, yeah, great is thy faithfulness is okay. probably my favorite. All right, and your favorite snack food? Favorite snack food would be um, um, chips and salsa, queso. So you're a you're a salty kind of snacker, not a sweet snacker. I'm I'm, I'm salt. I, now listen, we I, know you're a little salty. Come on, <laughs> I'm a salty type guy. Yeah, I like. Now listen, I do like you know brownies and. Uh, cookies and things like that. No doubt, doubt about that. But uh, yeah, I, I like to snack on like salty stuff at night. Okay, so let's let's wind it up with my one of my favorite questions. Oh my goodness! What's... And my favorite question is this: If you could say one thing to make Jesus famous, what would you say? Uh, Only one thing: that he died for all of us, not just Americans. Not just European culture, uh, from from European culture, but Jesus Christ came to save the lost of, of around the world. He came for everyone. That's awesome. Not just me. That's awesome. Well, thanks for joining me on my podcast today, Matt. It was a real. I love hanging out with Matt and Janice, and um, 
and I'm so glad that you decided to join me on the podcast. It's one of the reasons I saved you till the last of the year because saving the best for last, right? And um, But if you are interested in having Matt come and speak to your church, maybe you're interested in finding out more about Spirit Life Ministries, how would they reach out to you? How would they connect with you? Uh, they can go to spiritlifemen.org. Um, or I'll I'll go to the comment section of this podcast and uh, I'll put yeah uh, I'll we'll put, put your we'll put I put all of your inform, your contact information in, sh- in the show notes yeah so spiritlifemen.org. <clears throat> and if they so you you would go preach at churches you I love all? to preach um, now if you if you get me you're going to get some missions too because I'm a missiologist at heart and so uh, I love to preach and I love to talk about missions and uh, I love to share the world. Right. I want to take you and expose you. Take those lenses, those American lenses off of your face and show you how God really sees the world. Right. So I'll put all of your contact information in our show notes. Thanks for joining us. So if you're interested in connecting with Matt, you'll be able to re- find that information in the show notes. And, um, and you know, again, this is such a privilege to have amazing people come and join me on my podcast and this is that time of the podcast when I ask for my three little favors first of all if you're new to the podcast and you haven't done it would you just hit that subscribe button that way all of the latest episodes of the amazing people in my life will end up in your podcast feed every Monday also uh, if you have time and you're listening to this on an Apple phone, would you go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating that helps our podcast bubble up to the top? And finally, and most importantly, uh, would you share this podcast with your friends and invite them to give it a listen? Because I think maybe they might enjoy it. And uh, that helps us spread the word and helps you meet amazing people like Matt Bennett. And uh, so until we meet again, remember, he doesn't waste a thing.